0: Welcome to the Film at Lincoln Center podcast. On today's episode of our daily NYFF 59 edition, NYFF director Eugene Hernandez has a conversation with the team behind the French Dispatch. Director Wes Anderson, producer Jeremy Dawson, and cast members Adrian Brody, Bill Murray, Steve Park, and Jason Schwartzman, zooming in from Spain, and cast members Angelica Fellini, Lois Smith, Bob Balaban, Lea Seydoux, and Jeffrey Wright joining in person from New York. The French Dispatch is a selection in the Spotlight section of this year's festival. Wes Anderson's unmistakable cinematic style proves delightfully suited to periodical format in this missive from the eponymous expatriate journal. Brought to press by a core of idiosyncratic correspondents, the issue includes reports on a criminal artist and his prison guard muse, student revolutionaries, and a memorable dinner with a police commissioner and his personal chef. As brimming with finely tuned texture as a juicy issue of a certain New York-based magazine to which the film pays homage, The French Dispatch features precision work from a full masthead of collaborators, including Bill Murray, Timothy Chalamet, Tilda Swinton, Benicio del Toro, Francis McDormand, and Jeffrey Wright, each propagating inventive dedication to detail. To learn more and get tickets for this year's NYFF, taking place through October 10th indoors and outdoors throughout New York City, visit filmlink.org. Enjoy this conversation with the creative team behind the French Dispatch.
1: Yes, I'm sorry we couldn't be there. I mean, I would never miss the New York Film Festival for any reason except for shooting another movie. And we are right in the middle of this thing. We were shooting today and we're shooting Monday morning. We're shooting a bit tomorrow. Um, But this is the best we can do.
2: You know, for the last... Hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes. We've been here in New York watching the French dispatch. Uh, what's been happening there in Spain, Bill? What's going on there?
3: Bill? Uh, well, tonight was barbecue night. <laughs> <laughs> was. Barbecue night, yeah. So we had a lot of barbecued meat, and as you can imagine, the people of Spain love their ham. They love their 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 four-legged um, pigs. They love them over here. We had a great meal. We eat together at a big long table, about 45 people at a time, and um, behavior has been very, very good. There've been no uh, no incidents, no police actions. There's been no uh, military coming to the town. It's it's pretty quiet, and uh, we're I think we're making a very good movie, a lot better than that piece of junk that you just. Uh, <laughs>
4: This was, worth, uh, well, this was worth it.
2: That's, uh, Wes, that's the movie we're here to talk about, so um, if you don't mind, uh, we yes. liked it here, Bill. Uh,
3: it's, a seg- it's a segue, fellas. It's just a different kind of segment. I got you. Gotcha.
2: Okay, so let's dive into it. Um, um. <laughs> Wes, Wes, tell us about... Tell us about Angoulême, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, where you set uh, and shot The French Dispatch. How did you find the connection between this town that you created and the, uh, or this town where you, where you, that you were inspired by and the town that you created, ennui sur Blasé? Tell us about the, the links between these two places.
1: Well, you know, I, uh, for, for years, I've spent at least half of my time um, in, in France. So I've been wanting to make a, a sort of a French movie, um, and to, to do a movie where I could work with some of, some of my favorite French actors and, um, and to try to kind of, I don't know, I just wanted to use what I'd been experiencing for years, uh, living abroad, uh, uh, as an American living abroad. Um, and then I had this idea of, I wanted to do a, an anthology that was, uh, based around this magazine, um, and um it's so anyway we we ended up uh finding this uh town Angouleme, which I, I had never been to before, and um it was it perfectly suited uh us as a kind of a back lot we could uh, all the sort of ideas we had for how to invent our own uh French city based on uh French movies really we found ways to interpret them in this in this town. Uh, it had yeah, and, and also we used uh, half the population of the place uh, in the in the course of that um, in the movies. So um, it became a big, uh, big character and a big part of it. Um, well, yeah, a que- a
2: question really... for a question for here in New York, Leah, how did you respond to uh, when you read the script? how did you respond to Wes's love letter to your to your home to your country?
5: Uh, <laughs> Hello, Wes. Uh, first, I, I, I didn't, I don't, I don't think I've read the script. I think I've, uh, you've sent me the um, just my lines, <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't quite understand the whole story. But um, but uh, it's, um, I mean, yeah, Wes um, loves uh, French cinema and he loves um, movies from La Nouvelle Vague. And um, so, we share the same passion. Um, it's, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's absolutely, uh, it's beautiful. The, I mean, uh, I, I have to, uh, no, no, I have to say that it's, uh, that Wes, you, you've made an, an incredible film, and, um, and uh, yeah, it's, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a love letter to, to French cinema. Yeah, it is. Thank you. But,
6: but thank you very much.
2: Jason and, and Wes, tell us about some of the early aspects of the story framework that you laid down as you were uh, embarking on how you would tell these three different intersecting stories, these three stories that are, that are connected but connected through this publication. Do you wanna, do you wanna take No,
7: that? you here. start it off.
3: You, you, you push it
2: out.
1: I think we're all a bit groggy over here, I'm no. sorry. Jason, um, Wes has been
3: did. talking. You take over <laughs> Well, uh...
7: I can, I can start. I this. want you to start it. I okay. mean, I feel like that's um, what
1: we've rehearsed. <laughs> I'll <but>. say, yeah. <laughs>
7: um, <laughs> we yeah. stick to what we planned the whole day. We yes.
1: you know, right. yeah. yeah. the, the, I think the, the first story we wrote was, is the one with Leia and, uh, and Benicio and Adrian. Um, and uh, that you know, there's there so many different kind of inspirations that get mixed into it. One was the, was uh, strangely the movie, uh, uh, the Renoir movie, uh, Boudou, Boudou uh, Sauvé des Hommes." Yeah, um, and then um, um, and, and, and and then this art this sort of art teacher, uh, Rosamond Bernier, was a part of it. That's Tilda Swinton's character, I guess. Each part of the movie is kind of gathers together so many different inspirations, and some of them are French, and some of them come from the New Yorker magazine, and some of them uh, come from other places. Um, but, um, you know, I, the, the interesting thing to me was, was when we were writing this, we, when you're right, we did approach it as, not as just one experience, but also as short stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a pr- quite a different form. Um, and it has different kind of interesting surprises along the way. Um, so, um, and it was very fun working in that way.
7: Is it that- really was. Yeah, I mean, I, it was. You said every, said my lines. Yeah. Uh, but um, it was, uh, and yeah, and also just we. I feel like, um, yeah, when we would each part of it that we would work on really was so. Uh, you, we would just forget about the other parts and become very immersed in it and. I really don't know what else to say other than hi, Bob Balaban. (laughs) (laughs) Bob, 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 Um, But yeah. And also, working on it is always, it's a learning experience, too. I feel like I learned so much about, you know, it's a love letter to French cinema, but also music and, you know, learning about the... Groups of the time, musical groups of the time—it's just all to understand and to be in the world of it. It's always um, so fun to work with Wes because you learn.
2: Adrian Brody, did you think about the uh, art dealer character on whom your the the art the, the art the real art dealer on whom your character is based? Did you think about that link to a, a real actual person?
4: We didn't really discuss. It's funny that's a it's a thing that <clears throat> is, is often um, brought up, but um. We have a we have a series of, uh, oh, cocktails. of cocktails that have arrived. Um, <laughs> the, um, Duveen. <laughs> yeah, Duveen, and, and Duveen is a is a. These is, are the nuts for me. I did my nuts
3: This is, this this is, is nuts a, here
4: the important moment right now. James James so and and you just hang tight. Tequila? And yeah. they neglected and to order out. me a cocktail.
2: Oh, I just want to point that out. the same is not happening. Oh, you didn't get one. Sadly, the this well, is had, not happening I, here. I had specifically cheers. asked that no
1: one drink before the, before the Q&A, but that we should have drinks during so the Q&A. So give
2: a toast so, to the New York yes. Film Festival.
1: Yeah. Hey, cheers. cheers. <laughs> Thank you for inviting us.
3: Thank you. NYFF, MF. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so right. do you, you
4: want, want to drink discuss drink? about Duveen? Yeah. Duveen? I, well, I wasn't, but uh, if you'd like to discuss yeah. Duveen. I mean, I think Duveen is a remarkable... Uh, you know, he, he he essentially created so much of the the art world, and created collectors in in a sense because he he managed to inspire some of the greatest industrialists and, and incredibly wealthy people to have the preeminent uh, art collection, right? And and to have these works that are priceless that filled priceless the that, museums. That what the,
1: the things that ended
4: up yeah, in the, the ends up in museums in, in the museums and, and uh, so
1: many went through yeah. his hands yeah right um, but also that but also the other thing we think about is uh, S N Berman who wrote that piece about Duveen that Eugene is referring to is uh, you know a great New Yorker writer and really entertaining and part of the world that the whole movie is about as well as mm-hmm. his subject mm-hmm. um, so that's that's a that one that. He sort of encapsulates part of what the movie is
4: wanting to be about, I guess, for me. Yeah, but I grew up in New York, and, and uh, you know, I mean, it's kind of an amalgamation of, of a lot of stuff and influences and characters and gallerists, dealers that that I've also encountered. I mean, Kadazio's his own man, but... Um, People from then and now. From then and now, and, and I don't actually
1: know when then is. I'm not sure when this movie is set. But. <laughs> 1920, 50, 70. Yes, there's a 75-year uh, period during yeah. which. I, think I love the. I love the stuff.
4: Um, there is a reference that spot that the uncles and brothers of what is the original book? There is a, uh, his brothers and- The Duveen brothers. What was their shop called? Their,
1: well, first they sold Delft, I think. They
4: sold pottery. <laughs> well, I know they sold rugs and antiquities, <laughs> and sort of, yeah. but they were called the, the, Father, Duveen, the Duveen brothers, brothers. Yes. and whatever. So we became the- Cadazzo yes. uncles, but I love that. That's amazing.
1: Yes. Yes.
4: Okay,
2: anyway. does that answer? So, well, it's two in the morning here. Take, take a sip <laughs> there in Spain, take a sip of your cocktail. And good, good
8: decision to drink during as opposed to before, Wes. <laughs> good, good call.
2: Um, Bob Balaban got a shout out from Spain there. Bob, um, hello? hello? So, uh,
1: Lois. Oh, and congratulations to yes. Lois, Renat- one won the oh, yeah. 20.
4: Congratulations, oh, yeah. to Lois.
2: Lois Smith, Tony Award winner, congratulations. Let me start with Bob, and I'll come... uh, Bob, simple question. What keeps you coming back to work with Wes?
7: The fear that if you don't keep coming back, you won't get
6: asked
2: again. (laughs) (laughs) He said he's afraid you won't ask him back, Wes. If, you, if he doesn't say yes. That, he's,
4: that was the silly well, answer. The, the real answer is, is, it's a joy, a a joy to be around this. got a real answer. Hold on. Yeah. Let him give you the real answer. It's a joy. There you go. <laughs> but it is
1: good to say yes if you like it, because you know, it, 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 you know it's frustrating when people say no. Um, and uh, you do want it, to, it's, it's particularly encouraging when you have people who want to come back again. Um, like, you know, so many people on that stage I've, I've worked with uh, more than once and love having back.
0: Take home limited edition merch from this year's 59th New York Film Festival. The official NYFF 59 poster designed by artist Kara Walker plus original NYFF t-shirts, hats, and more are now available. Shop online at filmlink.org slash merch or during the festival at Alice Tully Hall and the Eleanor bunan Monroe Film Center.
2: I'm going to ask a question here in New York to Lois Smith, got the shout out for her Tony Award. Congratulations again. Um, Lois, I understand you were born in Topeka, Kansas. So I wonder if, if at least creatively speaking, this this role feels like a little bit of a, a homecoming playing Ma Clampett.
8: Well, there was the Kansas, and that was about where it began and ended as a <laughs> real connection. Um, <laughs> w- Wes spoke to me about um, uh, the, the, the hillbilly talk, um, and then he sort of, he realized that they didn't talk hillbilly in Kansas, but, but that was no barrier. <laughs>
1: no, we could do
2: it anyway. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright, I, I I believe I read that your character fuses or is inspired by a few different people. I mean, James Baldwin we see, uh, but A.J. Liebling. Um, how did it help you, or did it help you to have these these reference points as a starting, as a place to start from? And what kind of conversations did you and Wes have about what you're bringing in from other folks and what you're, what's not what's coming from? Outside,
8: uh, yeah, um, um, it, the influence was uh, was 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 uh, was pretty heavy. I mean, because I was trying to justify you know who this guy was, and so Baldwin was really a great window onto that in terms of his being you know um, uh, an expat in uh, in France at the time. Although the Baldwin wasn't in ennui uh, sur blasé, uh, as I understand it. But I wanted to understand uh, how it was that this man, at that time, uh, black man, gay man winds up, American winds up uh, there. And so Baldwin was really um, the justification for that. And also in terms of the way that he kind of presents himself, obviously, this kind of Dick Cabot like setting, um, speaks to you know, some of uh, what, uh, Baldwin was about, um, but I mean that really was it for me. He's, you know, it's not he's not James Baldwin. He's a little, he's you know, kind of a Frankensteinian, you know, mix as you say of that, of him, of A.G. Liebling, which is really where a lot of the language around food comes from, and the irony. I mean, around, uh, uh, around the language, which I was drawn to. Um, I was really drawing from the script more, more so than anything, but using um, the other references just as a pathway. I, I just fell in love with the language of this of this story and the beauty of it and the and the and the poetry and the music and I just couldn't get it out of my head. And that really became the the inspiration. So that came from these from 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 Wes and from Jason and from uh from Roman. I mean it was just I, it was like a song I couldn't get out of my head once I heard it on the radio. It just stayed with me. Um, so um yeah, it was. Wes talked a little bit about Tennessee Williams as well, mm. uh, and there may be like half a teaspoon of Tennessee Williams there somewhere. Uh, I, you know, I, I forgot to put a whole, you know, handful in. But you know, yeah, it was. You know, it was uh, trying to use these um, non-fictional references to make a, you know, a fictional Frankensteinian version of uh, something that really has nothing to do with any of them in whole, but only in parts. Yeah.
2: Um, uh, Stephen, there in Spain, kind of a similar question for you. Uh, were, there, were there real folks who you and Wes talked about as anchors for Nescafier? Uh, tell us about that, the conversations that the two of you had.
6: Um, uh, first of all, I want to say hi to my wife and kids who are in the audience. Kelly, no. I'll you live. <laughs> um, Well, Wes shared with me a picture of uh, Tsugu Haru Fujita which was a visual reference for my hair, which was the same haircut I had when I was a kid, which was a bowl cut. Uh, So that was kind of like the starting point. But I did share with Wes that I was inspired by, um, uh, there's a chef that was profiled on Chef's Table. She was a Buddhist, uh, she is a Buddhist nun named um, Jung Kwan. And uh, I was inspired by her and she kind of became my inspiration for uh, uh, Nescafier in terms of Nescafiers was almost like a monk uh, and was so devoted to um, being uh, a chef, that that's, that's all he did. And so it was a very, um, there was a kind of loneliness about this character and uh, a single-mindedness about this character and a devotion. So there was a lot of, um, he had a lot of heart and I think that he poured all of his love uh, through his food, um, and I, I kind of felt like that was, uh, inspired by this particular chef, uh, John Kwan.
8: Do we have cocktails coming, or? I, <laughs> we? I
2: don't think we do, Gwen's giving yep. us the five minute warning, and yep. I don't think there's cocktails attached to it. No? Is, is there, cocktails, no, Gwen? Seems as there seems there is not. Uh, we can do that after. Um, Angelica, here in New York, hello.
9: Hi. 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 Hey. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Give,
2: give us a give us a window into the experience of making this film from your vantage point.
9: Wow. Um, <laughs> let's just start off with intimidation <laughs> was the main thing. I I uh, I wasn't allowed to read the audition going in for this, so which never happened. So I went in cold. I got 15 minutes to prepare, and uh, I actually wanted to tell my agent no. <laughs> when she told me that she got this audition for me, I was like, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, just from from that point on, sort of just there was like this air of like high professionalism and and you know stature to be working with all these people, and it was it was genuinely just a masterclass in in movie making and and um, working with Bill and Jeffrey and and everybody, Tilda, I. I would like look over at Bill and be like, did I do it after, after Wes would yell cut? So it was like, um, I want to say it was like a family, but it was like really like a family uh, up there. So yeah, I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you.
2: Now, <clears throat> back, to, back to Spain on the left, far left of the screen as we're looking, is that Jeremy Dawson? Yeah. Hi, Jeremy. Uh, Hi, guys. Jeremy, uh, we just got a couple more minutes left, but it, it sort of builds on what I was just asking Angelica. And maybe if you could paint a picture, as the producer of the film, paint a picture for us of, of the experience of shooting this film. I understand um, it, it's, a, it's a giant warehouse, a studio space outside of Angoulême. Is that true? Or where, where was the. T- help us understand the, the production process.
10: I guess the way we usually try to work is we try and get the truth together. We take over like a hotel somewhere where we can all live. And we hope that everything we're going to shoot is within like 480 seconds of that hotel in terms of transportation time. So that means we're shooting down the street in front of the hotel, the church across the street, the plaza over the road. And we also found a warehouse kind of that was an old factory that we built a lot of sets in. But the movie was kind of a hybrid of sets we built and locations we found and locations we found and built things onto. So you get, you know, a cool little street corner and then we might build a building on a sort of Tati-esque building on top of another building. And that was where we were sort of enjoying Angoulême and enjoying the fruits of what Wes and Adam kind of came up with. But in general, what we tried to do is turn the whole town into our little universe. And all these people kind of lived there, ate there, existed there. And I think I couldn't really go to Angoulême without sort of seeing it as the movie. And I think that's sort of the way that we try and make these things because we take a little bit of what was there and a little bit of what we can add. And and hopefully the, the mixture is something that no one's seen before, but we didn't think of before we got there. That makes sense. Ooh, very good, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. I, I only had half of the mezcal, so. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
2: we're we're almost out of time here but um bill murray what what am i forgetting to ask what what, tell us something uh that we're missing we
3: didn't really get to say hi to everybody i think we should all say hi to jeffrey and to leah hi there bill hey long time no see bob good to see you lois always wonderful to see you and angelica you spoke very well for your first time on the stage at the new york
9: (laughs) oh god no i didn't i ruined it
3: Now, there are other films that will ruin the festival for all of us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that um, I think that moment has just been uh, tweeted and retweeted as we, uh, as we as we get ready to, to sign off from New York and head into another screening. But um, everyone, in all seriousness, congratulations on such a beautiful film. It was so special for us to gather. 1,000, 1,100 people in Alice Tully Hall to watch your movie on this giant screen tonight. It was really meaningful to us. So thank you for staying up late with your cocktails to be with us.
1: It's a pleasure.
2: We love Alice Tully Hall and all the people in it. <laughs> thank
3: you for having us. Thank thank
1: you we, very wish much. we were there. Thank we you. wish we
3: were there yeah. with you.
8: Yeah, it would really have
2: Thank was you very yeah. much.
3: Thank
8: you.
2: thank you. thanks for coming everybody we'll see you soon at the festival take care Wes and everybody thanks
3: thank you again
8: thank you again
0: enjoying NYFF? don't miss festival selections opening soon at Film at Lincoln Center including Todd Haynes, The Velvet Underground Mia Hansen Loaves, Bergman Island the late Melvin Van Peebles' Sweet Sweet Back's Badass Song in a New 4K Restoration, and much more. For tickets and more info, visit filmlink.org.